Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio. For more, go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts, news and views. Or for more, follow us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. listening to the Spurs Fan Show on Love Sport Radio with me, Charlie Hawkins, joined in the studio with the last word on Spurs. Ricky Sachs, Chris Callin, and delighted to say special newcomer tonight, Dean Stockwell. Dean, you are very much needed, if anything, more just to keep the peace between Ricky and Chris. We've put you in the middle because I'm sure you know at times it can be quite fiery between the two. Me and Chris always get along though, so we're in for a <laughs> lovely 90 minutes, but you've not been in for great 90 minutes at the minute when you've been watching your team back-to-back defeats RB Leipzig and then Chelsea in that London derby on the weekend Jose Mourinho saying he was proud of his players but were you tweet us at Love Sport Radio or call us 0208 70 20 558 so much to talk about, uh, talk about tonight obviously the games the mood around camp at the minute and obviously looking towards the game with Wolves on the weekend Ricky Always uh, good to see you. I know at the minute it doesn't feel uh, that positive, but how are you feeling personally about Tottenham so far? <laughs> I'm laughing. I shouldn't be laughing. It's not funny. It really isn't funny. Um, I don't know how I'm feeling, to be honest with you, Chaz. You know, two defeats in the space of four days has really dampened the mood. And before that, we was on a decent, unbeaten run, unbeaten in seven. I just think, obviously, at the moment, the style of football is definitely dividing the fans. Listen, we know we're out of our two most attacking players aren't on the field in Harry Kane and Hummin Son. But it doesn't mean to say that you can just, you know, give up 
and shut up shop and you know roll on to next season. I know Jose's very much looking forward to the start of next season, but we've still got a lot mm. of time to play this season. We've still got an FA Cup we're in. We're still in the Champions League. Still, I say top four, four points off it. You know, anything can happen. We've seen this league is such a poor league in terms of the, the the teams in the top six. Anything can happen. So at the moment, I'm in a position where I can't defend the style of football. But I have to be optimistic because I'm a Tottenham fan. It has to get better. Yeah, we're going to talk about the style of football, that's for sure. And fans, uh, Jose has said he's looking towards year two. And that is a little bit strange. Mm. When you are still in the Champions League, let's not forget, 1-0 scoreline yep. is a dangerous scoreline for any team to lead. Tottenham can easily come back. They've done that so well in the European uh, co- Cup competition last year. You are in the FA Cup. We're going to be looking at that game with Norwich as well a little bit later on the show. But Chris, as much as me and you joke and me and you jest with each other, we certainly agree on that, you know, how big the cup competitions are, how vital they are that Spurs do well in them. Two cup competitions coming up, obviously the game with Norwich and RB Leipzig. Why is Jose saying that he is looking towards next year? That disappoints me that he's saying, you know, just pretty much right in the season off. Uh, as Ricky just said, a lot of the teams around us are very poor. We're only four points off the, off the top four. Yes, very disappointing losing both at home and away to Chelsea and Manchester United, who are the two teams um, above us. But We've got to take one of these cup competitions seriously. Um, this week was the 12-year anniversary of our last domestic trophy, that winning the League Cup against Chelsea. 12 years is far too long. Um, even before that, you know, we waited a long time for a trophy. Us Tottenham fans need a trophy. I'm hoping that um, you know we've got our eyes on the FA Cup. You know, Jose Mourinho loves uh, a domestic cup. Uh, got a very, very good record, an excellent record. This is why he was brought to the club to win us cups and to to win us trophies and uh, you know now is the right time and yes we've got injuries to Harry Kane and Hunmin Son but we've got a squad of 20-30 players very very capable players that is why it was so disappointing the fact that it was so negative on uh, on Saturday against Chelsea and you know these games home and away to the likes of Chelsea Arsenal etc you want to see the grit you want to see the determination and you want to see the fight and I didn't see that on Saturday, and that was so disappointing. Yeah, not seeing that, especially in a London derby. Well, it's always nice to welcome someone new into this duo, get their thoughts, get their perspective. Dean, you've heard what Chris and Ricky had to say. For you, another Spurs fan, what are you making of it? Not just at the minute, this season in general, and obviously the tenure under Jose Mourinho. As, as the other guys have said, it's it's a it's a so different compared to like a couple of seasons ago. It is very very negative. Um, to be honest, I wasn't a Jose fan before he even got to us, but um, you've got to back the manager. You're hoping he's going to bring that, that he's, he's, he's got all that, um, what's the word I'm trying to find? Winning pedigree? Yeah, yeah, something <laughs> like that, because he is, he is a serial winner, and we said that many, many times, but he's not showing that on the pitch. It's always, look, we're waiting for the last 10, 20 minutes, and then they start to play. They start to get a little belief that it's, it's you know, we're going to go. Yeah. But it just doesn't happen. Yeah, not happening, Ricky. I know you're the one that's always mentioning the fast start that Tottenham need. Well, not only are we hearing from Dean tonight, we're hearing from you as well because you are calling into the studio, this time from Adam, once again calling from Virginia in the United States. Adam, what are you making of it at the minute? Back-to-back defeats, and I know you want to talk a little bit about that game on the weekend against Chelsea. Well, hey guys, how you doing? Hey Adam, how about how are you? Oh, good. Um, well, it was a pretty discouraging game against Chelsea. I don't think that. Uh, I don't know. I think you got to kind of take what Mourinho says with a grain of salt. 
I have a hard time believing he's really giving up on the season. He's he might be trying to get people outside the dressing room to to underestimate us. Um, subliminal messages, then, really Adam. Negative... Huh? You reckon Jose sending subliminal messages? It's possible. I mean, you know, uh, it was it was a really negative setup. And the only thing I can think is we do have a lot of speed up front. It would be a good uh, a good uh, strategy maybe to counterattack in certain instances. But at the same time, I mean, really, you'd want Sessegnon up there too if you were going to play that way, wouldn't you? My only concern, Adam, is that the, the way he's reacting to this is that he's almost giving the players an excuse to give up. And mm. what I don't understand about that is after the Man United game, uh, which obviously we lost at Old Trafford, he said that he wanted to see his players hurting and they weren't hurt enough after defeat. And my worry is at the moment he does seem to be chucking out all the excuses beforehand as to why things are so bad. Um, to kind of, in a way, defend himself. Now, you, as you know, for me, I've always, you know, I, 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 I like the appointment of Jose Mourinho. I thought his calibre in what he could bring to the club in terms of that winning mentality would hopefully rub off on these players and he would be the man to finally get us over the line. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping at the end of the season he does get the chance to rebuild, as we've discussed, and he can bring in some of his own players because I think at the moment it's very hard to, to judge him as a whole until he has got Kane and Son available to him and his own signings, which he hasn't got for me yet. And that's why I'm willing to give it time. But I think fans in general, if they keep seeing this style of football and the negative setup, I think he's going to lose a lot of supporters before the start of next season comes along. And let's face it as well, we would never have set up like that in a in a London derby under Pochettino. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I mean, uh, a lot of people have been saying that Lamella was the only person who looked like he knew it was a derby. Mm, and the problem with Lamella so is he can't even do a full game a at the moment. Troubling. That's the problem we got with Lamella. Yeah, exactly, which is, which is too bad. Um, I just think, you know, with, with Jose, he's been around a long time. He's had to deal with a lot of players. I just think there's a possibility that he goes to those guys and say, hey, don't listen to what I say in the conference. It's going to be a bunch of nonsense. I'm just trying to throw off our opponents. We don't know that. He could be saying that to them. Uh, he could be playing mind games. Um, so... You're right. You got to back the manager. Uh, it did look really ugly. I, I I agree with you guys. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to play devil's advocate. It's, I want to see beautiful free, free flowing football too. And I don't think three at the back ever really works that well for us, to be honest. Not since we got rid of uh, Kyle Walker, anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of that could be just who he's got right now. I mean, Sessegnon was out at the last minute with an injury or sickness, wasn't he? Yeah, he was pulled from the bench. Yeah, obviously he would have been in the squad yeah. otherwise. Yeah, yeah, because that would have been the perfect person to have up there with with Bergwijn and Lucas if you want like a fast counter-attacking style. Yeah, it's a tricky one. Adam, we really appreciate you giving us a call. Always appreciate you calling, especially when you're calling in from the United States. Adam there, uh, calling from Virginia, and you can too, 0208 7020 558. Chris, I know we're going to talk about the style of football and everyone's not happy with it in a minute, the way that Spurs are setting up. You just alluded to it there. Will this go away, this style of football talk, if Spurs do eventually win that trophy? Well, I was going to say this. If if it looked like Tottenham were winning every game and it looked like uh, you know we were winning ugly and just you know getting the results mm. um, and then got us a trophy, I think a lot of fans would be delighted in the fact that we have put a trophy in the cabinet. But 
right now, it doesn't look like we are going forward and it doesn't look like we are going to to win a trophy. Um, is that fair to say that so early? I think it run? is. Really? I think it is because um, what what's really changed, Rick, since Jose Mourinho has come in, what's really changed? We, we, we've also not only missing... Um, Sonny and Kane. We're mm. also missing Christian Eriksen, who is a, a yeah, huge, course. huge player for us. Yeah. As a Soko as well. We don't like to admit it, but even as a Soko in the midfield, he was a regular in that team. But, you know, when you say what has changed, let's not forget that previous to that Chelsea game, he had taken Tottenham, uh, climbing the table-wise, we climbed more places than any club in the Football League had climbed. The joint most thing, along with Reading, we, mm. we climbed that most. We narrowed the gap from Chelsea to what was originally 12 points, was down to one. And with the opportunity to go above them. And I know the most, fr- the most frustrating thing at the moment is that every time we've had the opportunity to yes. get into that top four, yeah. we haven't done it. And I yeah. acknowledge that. And you could also argue that in every big game he's had so far, he hasn't got over the line. He's been labelled that his tactics are outdated. But and that's I... what he was brought in for. He was brought mm. in to get us over the line and win these big matches. Mm. And yeah. we haven't won any of them. And we've looked very, very negative. It's not only the results, it's looking very negative. But do you also not take into account the injury situation that the man's got at the moment? I mean, Dean, do you not take that into account? You know, losing Kane, losing Son, you know, for any team that's going to impact them. You should have backup. Well, we know you should have backup. That's not his fault, though, is it? We've said on many times the ball should have backed him. We've said that numerous times. Yeah, but Jose Mourinho has come into the club as one of the most successful managers in history, in recent history. Yeah. So if he can't... Get somebody in in that January transfer window. Who can? But it's not. You say if he can't, it's maybe not his decision. Okay, we, 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 we could all problem. we could all blame the board for not getting a striker in in the summer. You can blame Pochettino for not getting a striker in the summer. Then you could blame Jose Mourinho for not getting a, a striker in in January. Someone's to blame along the line because all of us fans know that if you get rid of a player, you need to replace. You know, Kieran Trippier went. We didn't replace him. Fernando Llorente's gone. We didn't replace him. You need to replace of these course, players at the course. right time. Of course. But, Dean, I but, did tell you this is how it was going but, down, didn't This, is, this but, is why I'm in the middle. Yeah. But can, yeah. I, can I just say about the style of football, if it wasn't Jose Mourinho as manager and it was a foreign, unknown manager from, from Europe and we have had the performances that we've had so far since the West Ham away game and the results, would you be a happy Tottenham fan right now? No, but you're missing the point. I'm not trying to sit here and defend the style of play because I don't think you can defend the way we have set up the previous two games. I'm not going to sit here and, as I said, patronise the fan base. I'm not. You can't defend that. But what I'm saying is that surely are we not going to judge him You know, once he's got his players, he's had a full pre-season, he's actually got his full squad available to him. I feel it's very harsh at the moment to give a full vindicated verdict on someone where he's missing his two best players. It's the signs though, Rick. You know, don't get me wrong, I will back the manager of my football club 100% and I back Jose Mourinho and I hope that he will win us a trophy very, very Mm. soon. But when you see all of these signs and the style of football, it's not looking great right now. When you see the the signs that you're alluding to there, Chris, and you're, you, Ricky, you're saying about the style of football as well, and it's not good in the derby, we're not seeing the fight, we're not seeing the desire, a fast start, Dean, you know, yeah. attacking the football. Why is it then Jose's coming out? And we know you have to as a manager, but why are we seeing him say, proud of the players today, rather than saying, this isn't good enough, setting that standard, saying, we're Tottenham Hotspur Football Club, this is not good enough, what we're currently seeing on the pitch. But he's not, that's the thing. He, we've seen him in the last couple of interviews he's done. He has thrown the players under the bus. Mm. He's turned around and gone, yeah, they're not playing to their full potential. But they are. It's surely, if they're, if they're set up to play that way, then that's how they will play. But they're not. If you, if you, I mean, I sit right by the, the, the field. And the warm-up is terrible. 
the goalkeeper warm-up is absolutely diabolical compared to what it was under um, Poch. Totally different. Um, but we don't start fast. You look at the players, that the fun's not there. We used to see all the deli and the sunny handshakes mm. and all that sort of stuff, the larking around. That's all gone. I know it's, we're supposed to be serious, but there's no enjoyment. You can't see the enjoyment on the players' faces. It feels different as well. So you, you <laughs> the atmosphere is totally so you, different. Do you, do you guys feel any sucking the energy out of the players? It's not just... To be honest, is that, is that It just feel? feels different, Rick. It really it was does. All, but hold on, it was... Okay, it was always going to feel different, wasn't it? Because Pochettino was hugely yeah. loved. Yeah. You know, whoever was to follow him, it was always going to be tough. We all agree on that because he yeah. was very, very popular. But I think we all agreed that after that Sheffield United game, the way that style of play was going, Harry Kane stopped running, you know. But Pochettino got us over that line for the past four seasons and got us Champions League football. And now we're in February... And Jose Mourinho is almost telling everybody, well, we might not finish fourth because I've got injuries. Pochettino has had problems in the past four seasons. He didn't even get get any money to spend in 500 days. He still got us over that line and finished fourth. But would he have got them over the line this season if they would have stayed? Who knows? It's a big question and the jury's out because the season is not over for Jose. So maybe they will get that top four and there is still time for you to have your say tonight. Tweet us at Love Sport Radio. Call us 0208 70 20 558. We'll be back and hopefully Rick and Chris will be friends. Love Sport. You're listening to the Spurs Fan Show on Love Sports <laughs> Radio with me, Charlie Hawkins. Joined in the studio with a last word on Spurs. There is still much uh, time for you to have your word on Spurs tonight. It's not the last word yet. Join with Ricky Sachs, Dean Stockwell and Chris Callen. And by you as well, we've got another caller into the studio. This time, Melvin from Malta. This, this show, truly global. <laughs> Get calls from all over. Melvin, I know you want to talk a little bit about the manager debate as well. Yes, um... I sort of agree with Chris, but at the same time, you got to give the man some time, Jose. Mm. He needs time. Yeah, I, I agree. Mean, the I situation agree. situation right now, the situation, I think under Pochettino, we all accepted that we weren't going to make top four. Yep. Jose Mourinho brought it back. But now with all the injuries, it's kind of the chance is leaving again, the chance to make top four. But the season was already written off before Mourinho mm. came in. I agree, Melv. I think you're spot on. I think you're right. Listen, and for someone like me, I, I listen. I loved Pochettino. I didn't want to see it end the way it did. I know in those last couple of weeks, you know, maybe towards the end of his reign, I I didn't really see a way forward. But I think with Mourinho, I think you, you have to give him credit. As much as some fans don't want to, he did narrow that gap back down to a position where we are still in the race for a top four. We are still in the Champions League. We are still in the FA Cup. I think, Chris, you've always said that once we go out one of those competitions, you think that's when it will really turn on him. Yeah. And, that, and listen, that's time because, will tell. Because we are all expecting Jose Mourinho to deliver. He has a, a In season one. Just whenever. I think... Whenever, when, when Jose Mourinho come in, we have all got this expectation because of his record, very successful manager in recent times, we've all got, um, we've all got the feeling that he is going to deliver us a trophy. And if he doesn't, then people will turn on him. But we all knew even under Pochettino, Melf, I mean, you come into this as well, we all knew under Poch there was going to be a rebuild. For you, that's still the same, right? You're saying give him time, patience, because you know as well there needs to be a rebuild in this squad, right? But Pochettino, look at his fair season. Judge Pochettino's fair season until his philosophy was in the team and he got us firing. Look at his fair season. We weren't getting the best results. Judge his second season and his third. And that's when we're really playing at our best. You have to look at Mourinho. 
he's setting up the team to keep us in, in the competition, keep us alive in the game as long as possible. Yes, it's boring football, it's frustrating. Mm. But look at Chelsea's result. They're 3-0 down. We're only 1-0 down. We're still in the game. Yeah. Mourinho knows he's not, he's not an idiot. He's, he's a very smart man. He knows he's try- he doesn't have a striker. He's just keeping us alive as long as he can. Maybe we can nick a 1-0, take it to extra time. He's just trying to keep us alive at this point. We don't have our best two strikers who have, what, 60% well, of funny. our goals? We keep saying he's a striker. Sonny's not even a striker, is he? Sonny's an attacker. But that's the thing, even as Spurs fans now, we're starting labelling Sonny in the striking category. But he's not. Sonny's an attacking, you know, attacking maybe winger, you'd say, or attacking forward, but he's certainly not a striker in himself. And again, that has to go back to the ball. You know, the failure to not bring a striker in when you knew Lorente was leaving, to think you could manage your way again for another season without a striker, I just, it baffles me. And maybe at the time, Pochettino felt Troy Parrott might be ready, but obviously subsequently since then, obviously it hasn't turned out the, the way Troy wanted and surely the club wanted as well. We'll come on to Troy's situation. But it's up to the man who's paid, you know, a very hefty salary, Jose Mourinho. I think, what, the third highest wage in, in the world. It's up to him to find a solution. So I'm certainly not sitting here saying that you can just keep churning out the excuses. He's there to find a solution to the problems. He's paid that amount of money but, that he but, is. But we're all saying about the striker situation with Sonny and Kane being out. Really, if both of those on the pitch, uh, if they were both on the pitch at Stamford Bridge on mm. Saturday, I still think we would have lost that game. Maybe, Be- but... Because yeah. of the way that we set but up. I think the difference... It's a very easy yeah. excuse. Yeah, I, I think the same because, again, we look at Sheffield game. They were both playing. So, you know, I, I just can't see the style of football that we had two seasons ago. I can see what Melvin's saying by saying he's setting us up so we don't concede that many goals. But we, we the football's just, it's just terrible. But we were nearly 3 or 4 nil down on Saturday. When Alonso hit the bar, that could have been 3 nil. Without a doubt. So how, how are we keeping in games? This is where you want to see the most passion from your Tottenham Hotspur players. Away at Chelsea, you can't that is when that you want to see the most passion yeah, at listen, these games. You, you cannot defend the, the style of play. You can't. Yeah, Melvin, we really appreciate you giving us a call tonight, calling all the way from Malta. Melvin there having he say on the manager, saying you need to give Jose uh, time. Look what Poch done in his first season. Call us 0208 70 20 558. Chris, is it so hard? Because you've seen great football, even last season. So you've seen it going to, you know, getting to that European final now all of a sudden not playing like that is it because for you the drop-off has been so extreme yeah it is it is very very extreme on the 1st of June we were in a Champions League final everything seemed absolutely rosy we had the the manager that was it rosy though yes it was come on that was was massive that was one of the best days of my life listen Listen, I'm not saying the Champions League get into that the morning final. anyway. I'm not listening. I'm, I'm not saying <laughs> what about the next morning. No, listen, I'm not saying the day itself wasn't special, but we said the build up to it. Our domestic form also towered off. We have to acknowledge that that form wise, Premier League wise, we weren't great. But I agree, the day you was are, incredible. Yeah, but Rick, you ask anyone if you're mm. going to finish in the top four in the Premier League, and then you're going to be in a Champions yeah, League course, final. Yeah, listen, you know, Poch got us over the line. Everyone keeps saying about um, Poch never got us over the line, but he got what the club wanted. Champions League football, four seasons running, mm. with all of the problems that he's had, playing at Wembley, not spending any money for five hundred days. We or- keep we keep bringing it back to Pochettino, but Pochettino isn't here. You know, the reality is he isn't here. I think we need to focus on the current manager and how we can adapt and get better. Because currently, in the moment, this form, 
the terms of the style and the setup, what we have to say is that this is not sustainable, is it? You know, he cannot carry on playing this way because, like you said, but by the end of the season, he's going to end up losing supporters before yeah, that but, one starts. But Mourinho's almost talking himself out of us finishing top four this season. He's almost warning warning us, saying, well, if we don't finish top four, it is because of X, Y and Z. It's because of these injury problems, etc. Mm. You know, when he's setting us up in games like that against Chelsea... That's what I'm worried about. Yes, I back the manager. Yes, I hope that the board back the manager in the summer a lot more than what they did uh, with Pochettino, not uh, not spending money in all that time. He needs a lot of investment because this summer is absolutely crucial because if the board don't give the money Mourinho needs for the players that we need, then what's the point in the appointment? But at the same time, we've touched on this in, in the past that the way Arsenal have been playing, Chelsea have been playing, Man United poor. have been playing, all been playing poor, same as us. Now, if they had been play- on their game, yeah. we would be eighth and ninth. Yeah, We'd be mid-table at best. Yep. So we would be struggling, it, no matter who was in. Uh, it's a difficult one because when we compare it like that, we go, oh, if United were playing yeah. better, if Chelsea were playing better, we'd be eighth and ninth. They're not playing better. No, no last year, no, exactly. Potts got us over the line. Well, he's not here. And this no, season's not I mean. done. It's yeah, very yeah, yeah. difficult this is, this to is, compare stats and yeah. we've got these injuries. Yeah. Before we get back to that, this time we've, we've got another call because obviously it's such a hot uh, uh, debated topic tonight. This time from Tyler. And Tyler, I believe you also want to talk about the managerial situation at Spurs. Uh, yeah, that's right. I, I, I agree, certainly, that it was the right time for Pochettino to leave. Mm. Um, and also, Jose Mourinho is certainly the right manager, not only because of the obvious trophies and the experience from him, but also a chance to bring all that energy to the players. However, I think uh, one of the reasons why things started to go wrong with Pochettino was uh, maybe his mentality. And uh, he, you, you think in the summer he was starting to say, oh, I'm not a manager, I'm a head coach, starting to turn on the board slightly. His passion, I felt, left at the beginning of this season. But I think my problem now with Mourinho is his passion's already going. And he's already starting to speak negatively, like, oh, we should be in the fight for the top six instead of the top four. Top four isn't the complete priority and things like that. Um, so I believe maybe that's also a big part of the problem at the moment. I mean, Ty, listen, the thing is, when you're paid the amount of money he's paid, he has to find the solutions. And, you know, whilst I sit here and defend his appointment, and, you know, I want to hope things get better, um, I'll I'll again go back to the point. I don't think I can defend definitely the style in the last couple of games. You know, it's going to be very, very hard and tiresome to watch that over the course of a season. I mean, it is painful. It really, really is. But we have to hope that at the end of the season... The man will get the back in that Pochettino didn't get because I think with Pochettino, maybe they, the club felt that you know they just didn't know if he wanted to be there as number one, number two, if the money would you know be spent correctly. You know, Mourinho will hopefully identify the right players and those players will want to come. But I think Champions League football is such a defining thing for the club in terms of attracting players. I know Mourinho is a is a big attraction in himself for some, not all. I think it's so important for the club to get Champions League football, and there's still games to go. We still got time. But it is running low, and my worry is that he's got to try and find a solution, which at the moment I'm not sure what he's going to do for that Wolves game. And this game really worries me at the weekend. It's against a good side, well-drilled under Nunes, Espirito Santo. And it's not going to be an easy team at all. I know they're planning Europa League on, see, on this Thursday, but it's, it's a worrying fixture the weekend, definitely in terms of how we're going to set that one up. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that, especially what happened last year at home to Wolves. And I think at that point we were in the best form that we've been in for a while. Exactly. But, um, I think with Marie, I think no, but I think with Mourinho, he should be he should really be urge, urging these players to get that top four. And I always think of of these kind of situations when they're not going our way. Just back to 
that, that phrase all around the stadium to dare us to do. We've got such a big challenge on our hands with all these injuries. We should be fighting for it. We should be going for it with all our, all our, well, with everything to try and get into that top four. Not, not think, which Mourinho, I think, said in press conferences that top, even top six would be an achievement. We should be going for that top four, as you said, for the correct reason, to attract players that Mourinho wants and for the, the finance that comes into the club. And I, I just don't see that fight, maybe with the tactics, but I, I don't see the passion with the players that I saw when Mourinho first came as well. Tyler, can I, can I ask, why do you think that Jose Mourinho is brought to the club to win a domestic trophy or to compete for the Premier League? Um, I think in the short term, to, to win a domestic trophy, because that's, that's what was missing, really, from Pochettino's uh, reign. I think definitely in the long term, with his first his experience of winning the Premier League, I think that was it. So I'd say both. But yeah, in the short term, just, just to win a trophy. But, but if you think of how much investment the club needs in order to yeah. compete for the Premier League, put, put a figure on that for me, because surely we're not going to be spending hundreds and hundreds of million pounds like the... We're not, we're not, no, definitely not. But I think, well, I, I, think, I think it is ridiculous money because I also think a lot of the players, they... they you certainly look at our defence, they're raging. Mm, yeah. They're not going to get better anytime soon, so you've got money there. I think I think it's not just some top, top, maybe experienced players that we need. It's a lot of players that need to go that won't be able, that won't, firstly, maybe not good enough to fight for the Premier League, but maybe don't quite have that passion anymore to fight for the Premier League. So I, I think there's a lot of players that do need to come in over over maybe the next year, two years, for us to even be thinking of the Premier League. Yeah, it's a tough one, Tyler. We really appreciate your call. Always good to hear from you, the fans, and you can call us as well, 0208 70 20 558. We've had some tweets into the studio, but we are going to be talking about Troy Parrot Tactical Solutions. That is coming up next, and your tweets. Love sports. You're listening to the Spurs Fan Show on Love Sports Radio with me, Charlie Hawkins. Joined in the studio with the last word on Spurs. Ricky Sachs, Chris Callan and Dean Stockwell talking so much. The negative feeling around the club at the minute. <laughs> the back to back. The, the negative. The <laughs> Sorry. negative. Trying to it's sell it. Trying chest. to sell it. I'm really sorry. Man, I'm, let's talk about the positive. God, Where's God. Lee when you need him? Where's He's the crazy train? He's away at the moment in the States. And we, a lot of people need this crazy train. We, we need Lee. This, the hope that kills gone, you. The, 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 wheels have, the wheels have gone bibbing off. Yeah, I think the train's full enough it's completely yeah. we're missing him where's the positivity coming from I don't know we need it back Certainly we do need it back well we've had a tweet into the studio uh, this one is for you really Chris and it is our, our our own our beloved Jason McGovern saying Chris we might have our eyes on the cup but we are nowhere near good enough or brave enough to win them he also said I was grumpy this evening I actually didn't see that tweet so no <laughs> No, I think I, I think I'm being realistic. What was the question? <laughs> um, he actually did tweet you were grumpy, but I, I that was higher up on the feed. The first question though was, Chris, we may have our eyes on the cups, but we are nowhere near good enough or brave enough to win them. Do you know every single year like, since 1991, I've said to myself, we're going to win the FA Cup this year, and. I always have this dream that we are going to win a cup. And, and that's why... There's nothing wrong with that, though. Every single time I come here, I talk about Tottenham winning a cup because it's something that I really want. It's something that you play the game for. It's something, you know, the game is about the glory. And the glory, to me, is winning trophies. And we should have 
more trophies than we've got in the in the bank right now. Yeah, I know this whole but, debate, top yeah. four cups. Let's let's quickly bring Dean in because I, I want to talk about Troy Parrott. We, we we've spoke about Troy Parrott a lot on this show. John Wenham, someone who's really bigged up Troy Parrott, and we know what 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 Troy Parrott can do. We spoke about him last week, Dean. For you though, and getting to speak to you for the first time, what are you making of this whole Troy Parrott situation? Because someone that Tottenham fans know how good he can be, scored at youth level, is a prospect strike a shortage at the minute and we're still not seeing him. It's crazy. I mean, we, we, there's, there's games he could quite easily play in. I mean, even if they bring him on for the last 10, 15 minutes just to see what he can do. But, I mean, I've, I've watched him in the youth games with Chris and um, he's decent. He really is decent. And he, he, I mean, he puts balls away for fun, but I can't see why if we haven't got a striker, we're not buying a striker We've got one in the academy that's, 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 that scores, so bring him in, give him a go. If he falls on, on his bum, then so be it, but at least give him a go. We've got to, as, as, as Tyler said, to dare is to do, but we're not daring. We're not daring at all. We're not doing either. No, mm. no, we're not doing We're definitely not doing <laughs> well, it. What Jason tweeted as well, Ricky, Sam, mm. uh, at the minute, we are not brave enough. Well, I mean, is that point obviously being brave to introduce him, but also the, the word coming out of the manager's camp appears to be that with Troy... Mourinho doesn't feel he's ready to play and I think there's also some concerns of his off-the-field discipline which again we can't really discuss because we don't know enough about it to really give a, a you know a, you know, a formulative opinion because we're not watching him every day in training we don't see what Jose Mourinho sees I just I'd fail to believe that a man so intelligent as Jose Mourinho and I take into account when I say that comment about the style which I again I acknowledge if you have got a striker in your camp that knows where the back of the net is and you're not playing him. There must be a reason for that. I, I can't believe that while you introduced Jaffet Tanganga, for example, and he's been brilliant for us, and Mourinho is the one that gave him that opportunity, why, oh why, would he not be doing the same with Troy Parrott mm. if he doesn't feel the kid is ready? There's something more to this. There's definitely something more to this. And again, the, the reports that are coming out seem to indicate that it is a challenge to him now to work harder and I can only think one thing that maybe I look at it now I think maybe that was a bit strange and again it's a bit silly you know the players had that opportunity in that mini win to break to you know go away for a few days uh, Troy took the decision to go to I think it was Dubai, Dubai yeah. with Delhi Alley and I don't know if I look back five six years ago and Harry Kane was breaking in would Harry have done that if he knew the opportunity was there for him to play? I just feel Harry would have been every day in that training ground, working hard, really giving the manager a reason to play him. You know, like when we saw with Sherwood with Kane, he gave him a reason to put him in the team. And in a game with Pochettino, Kane was, you know, forcing the issue in the Europa League, kept on scoring, kept on scoring. I just wonder, Chris, do you know what I mean? With Troy, is it maybe that little bit of oomph that he's missing for Mourinho to give him that trust? Well, as a 17, 18 year old, he's just turned 18, hasn't he? And he's mm. just signed a brand new contract at the club. I just hope that Troy Parrott don't turn into the next Marcus Edwards exactly because that, yeah. mm. we had such high hopes for Marcus Edwards. His attitude wasn't very good. I hope that um, you know the same sort of thing isn't happening here. But it's very interesting how Pochettino didn't give him much game time either. Exactly. Played him at Colchester uh, in the League Cup, but Mourinho's played him you know very little as well against Burnley. And um, I just hope that he does get his, his time soon. But it's a worry when you don't get game time, when Son and Kane are out, when are you going to play? Yeah, that is a big worry as well. Certainly from a situation like Dean said, coming off the bench, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, no harm in it. We go to another call this time. Uh, Kerry, I think we spoke to you, didn't we, Kerry, last week. You want to talk about that trophy debate as well? Yeah, yeah. I was just, I mean, the trophy situation. I mean, Pochettino, he used to uh, prioritise Premier League and Champions League. 
and we used to get knocked out of the FA Cup and League Cup most seasons quite early. I mean, which Klopp, which is what Klopp is doing at Liverpool. And I don't get me wrong, I'd love to win a trophy like every Spurs fan. I'd, if we could win an FA Cup, great. But with the squad that we've got, I'd rather, I think it's more important to actually finish in the top four. And I'd rather try and win the big trophies than go after an FA Cup and sacrifice other things. I'd I mean, rather try anything carry at the moment. miles away. <laughs> well, we I say mean, we could try for the smaller trophies. No, when you're saying that, you know, we should try for the for the bigger trophies, we can't even win the smaller trophies at the moment, they're not the bigger ones. Well, well, I, I know, I know, but I mean, if you look at Arsenal, they've won a few FA Cups in recent years, and look, they're okay, they've turned the corner at the moment with Arteta, but you know, otherwise, we've been head and shoulders above them for the last five years. No, and no one, no one's happy about that. Uh, obviously, in the studio, Kerry, because no one jumped to answer it. I think, I think trophies are extremely important to the winning mentality of a football club, and I think yeah. that, and I think that, yeah, that, that, I, I understand that, and I think that's the only thing that we were missing under Pochettino, and I, and I think it's a big. But isn't that why Jose's is here, Chris? Yeah, it is. But um... the thing about it is, I we we can see the losses coming, but and you, nobody wants to lose. But entertain us, you know. Please, just entertain us. Give us something to cheer about, and that's what we're not getting at the moment. And we keep saying about the negativity and everything else. I can't see the passion. So there. you feel Dean, you could play a more entertaining side at the moment. Bearing in mind you've got the two. I'm not trying, obviously trying to belittle this, but having no Son and no Kane, we can still find an attacking way to play. Oh, without a doubt, you still got Lamella. You still. Oh, I say we've got Bergwin. We've got Mora. Mm. There's, there's think, plenty enough. Do you think to he's so it? worried though because of how? poor our defences do you think he's worried that if we try more of an attacking brand we are just going to be absolutely torn to shreds but we're still I know, I know we're still conceding goals anyway mm. you know trying to set up negative yeah, this, this is the same squad that got us to a Champions exactly League final that, Rick. Yeah. But, but Kane and Son were playing in that period weren't they yeah but you've got Kane was out remember Kane was out Kane was out but so we had still had Son Sonny, yeah, but yeah, but Sissoko was still there what, so you're saying that um, our season's based on one player getting injured no not at all listen I'm not saying that listen, it's it not should, one player it, 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 it shouldn't be about player, that it's not one player what have is you it? done Dean no, no. it's not one player is it because Kane and Son are the two most attacking players but we should have more than enough quality to come in now one big problem I feel is our record signing on it's a massive problem 65 million pounds you go out and spend right now he, he's played 24 games for Spurs and he's come on or been subbed off in 19 of them. That's a big worry. That is a huge problem. Can't finish 90 minutes, can he? He had a full he? pre-season as that, well. That, that's but... the crazy thing, isn't it, Kerry? You said that, I mean, full pre-season, brought in early. What do we always say as Spurs fans? Bring him in early, let them bed in. And on, but and the on... worrying thing is, Chris, sorry, because we, we speak about your record signing there and we say, oh, you know, new league, new culture, get him up to speed. Lacelso's up to speed. What? What? And he, and he come in even, you know, after him. What? Why isn't Why isn't he up to speed yet in February? It's crazy. The it's worry, the worry crazy. for me what? is that he waves the ball away. You know, he doesn't want to take that pass. He... You know, he stands he, in space, he that, but he's, he's a good player. Um, don't get me wrong, we've seen sort of um, flashes of genius, but the, amount, but the amount of time that you see the other side of him is too much. You see him sitting on the floor quite a lot. Quite a lot, yeah. But we could, you know, his, yeah. his nickname's Lino. What do you make of him, Kerry? <laughs> well, if you had said at the start of the season that we brought in the Celso and Ndombele, and one of them's going to sort of get to grips with the Premier League quickly... Uh, a couple of months, but um, 
and the, and the other is going to struggle. I'd have said it would be the other way around. I mean, you look at the size of him, Don Blay. He's, he's a big bloke, isn't he? He's, he's strong, he's powerful. You'd think he's made for the Premier League. And the Celso is sort of the opposite, really. But it's actually the other way around. And the Celso seems to be coping quite well. And Ndombele, any time anybody touches him, he's on the floor. Um, so, for the money we've paid for him and the wages that he's on, I mean, he's, he's, got the, he's on the same wages as Harry Kane, I think, of 200 grand a week. So, you, you're expecting more. Yeah, it's tough because Lacelso has really taken to it, and I think that really highlights it more for for Ndombele. It's a tough one, Kerry. Really pleased you called into the studio. Always good to speak to you, and you can as well. Oh two oh eight seventy twenty five five eight. Dean, you said something I want to go back to. You said we we just want to be entertained. We want to see attacking football. Then we won't mind as much. I actually think it's different. I want to go back to what you said as well, Chris. If you were winning and playing the way you're playing at mid-style football, no one would care it's not attacking. I, think it'd be, I, didn't, say, I didn't say no, no one. I'm saying that. No, I'm saying that. Some people would care and some people want the entertainment. Mm. That Wolves but game. winning ultimately, the, surely, The Wolves Chris. game where we, where we were, where we, again, that game weren't great. But we, the Amber Tonga last-minute header, how yeah. did you feel after that? Uh, like we had uh, committed a robbery. Mm. No, I know. <laughs> 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 no, all, all I'm trying to say is that I think because we're not getting the results, it even more highlights it, yeah, just how it painful it is. I think we've had a lot of luck, Rick. And we I, have I, had a lot and, of luck. And Listen, you do need to have a little bit of luck, but I do think that we've had a lot of luck to get some of the results yeah. under Mourinho so far. Chris, we sat there in, on Monday's show and we sat there and said that apart from the Burnley game, which again, we were very lucky that game because I think Burnley hit the post at 1-0 yeah. or, what, or, yeah, or 2-0. I can only think of one complete performance this season. It's come under... Uh, come under Pochettino, the Crystal Palace game mm. at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Apart from that, we haven't played well under Mourinho. I'm not sitting here defending, you know, I'm certainly not sitting here defending the football or not defending the results. But all I'm saying is, surely we have to give the man a full pre-season, his own signings, yeah. and a full squad available to I, him. I, I, surely we have to. God, before we start, you know, I agree, but, judging him, I, but, I understand the football's not great. I get that, but it is about the style. And it is about um, adapting players. And I think that, and I know I've spoke about Pochettino a lot, and I know you said he's not here anymore and all of that. Mm. But I think that Pochettino adapted players, worked with players very, very closely, and did that job very, very well. Mm. I don't see Mourinho being that type of manager. Well, all I can say is Aurea, and again, Aurea's not been fantastic, but I think Aurea has improved under Mourinho. Not by a great ha- strike, he has but improved, he has improved. But, but he needed to improve. So. Um. We've got to give him some credit. Players in line for credit saying he has improved, but not by a great deal. So many of you want to get in touch, though. We're going to go to your calls and your tweets next. (laughs) Love sports. You're listening to the Spurs Fan Show on Love Sport Radio. Every week there is some debate, there is some drama. It always happens on the Spurs Fan Show on Love Sport Radio. And you can have your say. Tweet us at Love Sport Radio or call us 0208 70 558. We had a whole host of things we wanted to talk about. Troy Parrott, the tactics, the mood. But you have taken the show over. We go to another one of our traditional favourite callers now. It is Adrian's Corner. And Adrian, you want to talk about what you're seeing and saying as long ball football. Yeah, good evening, guys. Hello. Yeah, uh, I don't see... F- it's all right saying give it Marino time, but do you actually believe that Spurs fans are going to put up for this football for another 11 games? Adrian, or a bit you called in last week. You called in, I think, last week or a week before that, and you were adamant you're going to give him time and suddenly the space of a week. It's all changing. 
I, I am surprised a little bit. I'm, I am surprised that, listen, again, I'm not sitting here agreeing with the football or the style of the football, but are we not going to at least let the man have the opportunity to bring his own players in? I feel like I'm a broken record for keep repeating myself here. Or is that your mind's made up already? No, the mind's not made up. I mean, like, but he, Jose's got to balance it out, hasn't he? You know, you, you, can't, you can't just keep playing like this. We've rode our luck of course. Right, in games. You know, yep. we got out of jail, didn't we, against Man City? Yep. Uh, they were all over us. Like we say, we, we beat Southampton. You know, they could easily have won that game as well. You know, it's like that. I mean, I mean, have you considered why he plays this style of football? I mean, I've got my own theory as to why he does it. Because long ball football, I mean, like, it's simple, really. If, you, if you're kicking the ball long, you're hoping to win the ball in the final third and press from there and attack. But when it works, it's very effective. But we don't seem to be able to win a second ball. But if you do lose the ball, you've got the majority of your team behind, you, behind the ball. It's, less, it's risk-free football, basically. And uh, no, he should be given time, but then there's, there's time and there's style of play as well, isn't there? I mean, like, he played long ball when Kane and Son were fit. But yeah, yeah, but you had Laurenti up there, and, and you could play that style of football, though, Adrian. But now we've only got Mora, who's like about three foot seven, and he's, he's not going to—he's not going to win. He can score. Oh, don't he, 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 he's got a good leap on him. He, 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 he does leap. He, he does leap like a salmon. But when he's up against Traore and people like that, he's got no chance. took over. He played long ball when when Kane and Son were both fit. He played them then. I mean, I said before that I said on the show last week, Ricky. Even though I did say I don't like the style of play, but he should be given time. But what I'm saying to you. Time, you know, you, you, during that time you expect to see signs of improvement, don't you? And if you don't see signs of mm. improvement, he should still be given time. But I think he'll shoot himself in the foot and the fans will turn against him if he was to play this, this way for another, say, a minimum of 11 league games a season. Yeah, Adrian, we really appreciate you calling into the studio. Always good to have Adrian's corner. We're pressed for time, Adrian. There's so many callers tonight. We want to go to the next one. This one from Ian, and this is a bit of a special call because I believe uh, Ian knows Chris very well, uh, does the YouTube channels together. You, you've got a little bit of support tonight. Ian, you want to talk about the season as a whole. What is your perspective on that? Well, my, my perception primarily is I think that knowing that the way the season's gone, I just think that we've actually got to stand by the way the club is going, the way Jose is actually coming halfway through the season and it's too late to make any changes. Um, I just think we've actually got to get through the to the end of the season. I was optimistic of actually Champions League, but I'm not quite so optimistic about that nowadays. Um, although I still think we can, we've still got a chance of winning a cup this year, haven't we? You know what I mean? So it's, there's still a lot of positives to actually go for on this. It's not all negatives at this moment in time. You're that, right, You're right, Ian, um, because when Jose Mourinho come in, I think me included, all the fans, me included, thought, yes, finally, we've got a winner who gets us over the line and gets us those trophies. Uh, you know, his record speaks for his own. Um, yeah. Yes, we are sixth in the Premier League, only four points away from the top four. But the last couple of results have put everyone now on a, on a negative spin. We're all feeling very down because all of us can't see where the goals are coming from in these very important games. Now, when yeah, you get... but the only problem with that is you've, I, get, I would get the impression that I think there's been a lot of disturbances within the background of the squad mm. for a while because it's not just all about uh, Mourinho because Pochettino's had exactly the same problem, hasn't he? So, from that way, the best way, if you actually want to energise, Jose is he's a winner with regards to winning a trophy. 
And I would, my perception is, if you actually give him, he'll probably get us a trophy. And I think we need to actually get rid of him once we've got one or two trophies, <laughs> and then Funny. move on again. You know, if if the, if the fans aren't going to go by it, then that's what everyone's clamouring for: is winning a trophy, isn't it? So you want to sack him after he wins the Champions League and no, FA Cup? No, I don't want to sack him at all. But I know that the fans will actually, yeah, if 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 it's not going to the style of play because it's, yeah. it doesn't fit into the Tottenham process. You're right. Concept, no, you're right, it? and you're right. I think you're spot on there. I think that's the thing that why worry is before the end of the season he's going to have him. He's going to, if he carries on playing this kind of style, he's going to alienate some of the supporters that are, are with him at the moment that's my worry for the fans that do believe yeah. he's the right man that if he does carry on with his style I do worry that at the start of next season there'll be a clamour you know to, to get yeah. him out and that worries me because I do think we've got a, you know, a, a very successful man we've seen that on the back of his CV but as I said yeah. there has to be you know an, ad- an, ad- an adaptation to this style of football we can't carry on playing this way until the end of the season I think it will kill us the yeah. problem we've got is we, we're playing defensive football and we haven't got a defence. No, that is... That is so, I mean, no, yeah, we're, yeah, so we're in no, trouble there. Right. Mm, yeah, yeah, Ian, we really appreciate you calling into the studio tonight. Always good to hear you. I know Chris will be glad of the call there. Friends with Ian. It's tough because, Chris, I want to talk a little bit about... You know, we're talking about the Tottenham ethos, really. Playing good football. Ian saying it there. We don't do it at the minute. And it's hard because the fans are split, really. Certain fans... Every, every fan wants trophies. Every fan want wins and stylish football. But certain fans want more. They either want the stylish football. They want the wins. They want the trophies. And this is where... Is it fair to say, Chris, a couple of the divisions are coming from? I think it's worrying that there is a split just after three months. We have won 50% of games under Jose Great Mourinho under since, since, league, yeah. since, since he's arrived. Um, I know, you know, from what I've said tonight, it probably seems that I, I'm not backing the manager, but of course I'm backing the manager. I want it to work for him. I just hope that he's backed in the summer and given the money that he needs um, because really, what has Daniel Levy and the board said to him that they expect from him? Now, we read in the Evening Standard, Daniel Levy done an interview a couple of months ago and he said that he doesn't give any of his managers any expectations. But yet, a couple of days before Christmas, on the stage at the Christmas party, he said, uh, two things I want for Christmas. I want to finish top four and I want a, and I want a trophy. That's this season. He's given that. To, and Jose Mourinho was standing right next to him. So he said to Mourinho he wants to finish top four this season and a trophy. Daniel Levy, really, he's not going to be thinking, oh, we've got Harry Kane out, so we, don't, we, we, we can't finish top four anymore. He's still going to expect that. Definitely going to expect that. But if, if we are going to challenge for the top four again next season, or indeed the Premier League, a serious amount of investment is needed. Yeah, I don't even think we're anywhere near close to being not Premier League. Not at all. So what? So why was he brought in? Because surely Jose Mourinho wasn't brought in just to come in and win a, a League Cup or an FA Cup. Because let's face it, Daniel Levy and Co haven't really been interested in that. Because under the, all of the time that Maurizio Pochettino was there, top four was always the goal. Top four, the Champions League football, and that is why we've got the stadium that we've got to play Champions League football. We cannot have the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium next season playing Europa That's League I mean. or yeah. indeed no European football. It's just not an option. No, it's, it's almost like he's doing product placement. So he's got the, one of the best managers, one of the best training facilities, mm. one of the, the best stadiums in like in the Europe, if not the world. So it's a good bundle for somebody to come in and invest. I, that's what it looks like to me from the outside because it doesn't look like we're, we're you know we're backing the team. 
So it, it, it's so, got all great things apart from a great squad. Exactly. Let's that. about it. That's that's where it's it's massively lacking. You know, you can have it, you can have it all. You can have a nice training ground, you can have a nice stadium, but the most important thing for supporters is what's going on on the pitch, and especially that a companion with a style. You know, that's why fans are unhappy. But can I say though, the the, the past four seasons that Pochettino guided us to Champions League football, think about the net spend each year. It wasn't a lot. So Daniel Levy's probably thinking. Well, we don't need to spend a lot of money. Pochettino done it in the past four seasons. I've just got uh, one of the most successful managers in recent times in. He'll be able to do it. No I, problem. But I do think also, I know Chaz got to go to a break very quick, kind of fit this in. I do think maybe Mourinho, to some degree, overrated how good this squad was. I do think from the outside, because he looked to buy a lot of these players for his other clubs that he was at, like United, Chelsea. I think on the outside, he must have thought, mm. that's a really talented squad. But this is again what I'll say to Pochettino. I loved Pochettino. I think it's shows the incredible amount of work he did yes, to yes. make this group look as good as they did look when yes. he was there. Exactly right. Yeah. To now from the outside see just like look at this squad. Mm-hmm. And that's down to Pochettino, don't get me wrong, but I think Poch sold himself in a way towards the end because he he said he, you know if he doesn't win the Champions League he's had to go. So yeah. talented squad but they're not getting the results and there is still time tonight to have your say 30 minutes more of the Spurs fan show to come. Love sports. You're listening to the Spurs Fan Show on Love Sports Radio with me, Charlie Hawkins, joined in the studio with a lively, passionate last word on Spurs. Ricky Sachs, Chris Callan and Dean Stockwell. So much is being discussed tonight, mainly about the style of football, the feeling around the club and what are you making of Jose Mourinho. The manager debate has been a hot debate so far this evening and we are already going to your calls and your tweets and you can continue to do that tonight. Tweet us at Love Sport Radio or call us over. 208 70 20 558 and that preview of the Wolves game on the weekend and that massive clash in the FA Cup when Norwich is still to come in a little bit of time but first we go to Stelios Stelios always good to hear from you you've been a regular over the last few weeks what have you phoned in for because apparently you want to talk about stuff you've heard tonight on the show yeah good evening guys you alright hi Estelle um, yeah there's a couple of things that have been said that I, I just I can't not disbelief, but it's I don't I don't get it. I don't get where, where how how people can think that. And I just I, I, and I want I want to I want to explain what I think with what's with a lot of what's been said tonight, which is basically about the style of play and the board and things like this. Um, Ricky, you said earlier on that you um, I hope Jose gets money in the summer. Yeah, mate, we we we've been hoping for twenty years. He of has course. to get the money. No, that's he has to get well, it. I'd like to think, still that, you know, the reason why they didn't give Pochettino the money is they didn't trust him and therefore they're going to give it to Mourinho because whatever happens, you know, Pochettino spoke about this rebuild, it's going to need a huge amount of money. And I say a huge amount, 100 million, 200 million. But, but you know, you know, you know, if we do not get Champions League, he will not give the money we need, Levy. There is no way I have any belief he will give that money that we need. I honestly don't see it. Because... Any excuse, isn't it? Because that's why we didn't um, give Poch apparently any money because we were building this stadium, so he wasn't, you know, no, 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 no transfer. And then this summer, people say, "Oh, we spent 100 million. We spent 60 million net. We sold Trippier. We sold Incudi. We sold. Um, we got players off the books, off the wage bill." So 
I, I, I don't believe that big cash injection is coming. And, but then we shouldn't be having our expectations in still. So then really, I'll be honest with you, then, so our expectations shouldn't be much then because this squad is fragmented, it's ageing, and it's I not going to get any better. So when I sit there and say, I'm, when I, I'm just being sitting there and honest and saying that, you know, it's going to need a lot of money to get this squad back to the level where it was at a couple of years ago under Pochettino. When I look back at the squad where we had that midfield of Dembele and Wanyama, we had Walker and Rose, we had Kane up front. You know, that squad there was only a couple of players, only a couple of players away from really, I think, challenging for the league. And I look at it now and we are so way off, completely way off. So I am saying that regardless of Champions League or no Champions League, it needs money. Whose fault is that then? Daniel Levy, uh, the board and Dan- the, the board, the Tottenham board. So so we as Spurs fans, what are we going to do about that? Because for me, that's what it's going to come down to. Because there's another person that called up, said the season's already a write-off. Uh, it was already right before Jose came in. I, I, I don't understand what he was saying. Because if it was a write-off already, then why did we set Poch? You know, and why did Jose come in and say, I'm a winner. I like these players. I don't need anyone. He got from 14th to 5th. Clearly, the season wasn't a write-off. Of course so not. Mm. that's why Levy sacked him, because Levy had to make a decision back in October, November. Do I write off this season and give Pochettino what he deserves, and that is money to re-squad and get us to where we could have got to, which we came close to, or can I not afford to lose this money of not getting into the Champions League? Can I not afford, as Chris said, to, ha- to not have European football in that stadium? And, and, and Levy played his cards. I can't afford that. I can't do the rebuild. I can't reset the button. I need to get top four. And, and he's, I think, maybe panicked and brought in Mourinho. Because this is, this is the point I want to make. And this is the bit that upsets me about uh, supporting Tottenham right now. See, you, a lot of people in my family support Spurs because of my granddad. Because he, 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 he's lived through the wars. He, he, he's, he's watched Tottenham for God knows how many years. And when I, sit, when I used to sit down with him, you know, he's not alive anymore, rest his soul, but when I used to sit down with him and talk about Tottenham, he mentioned the 60s Spurs as being this magnificent side that played football that no one had seen before. A style, a brand, and any quality player in the land, if they were a really good player, people would say, oh, that's a Tottenham player. So people would um, assess the level of a player if they were at a Tottenham level. That's, that's what Tottenham is about. Attacking, creative, winning teams. We lost our ways, you know, back and forth. And in the 80s, we kind of rekindled it under Keith Berkhamshaw. But the one thing I've always known as a Spurs fan, win, lose, draw, trophy or no trophy, we attack. We, we always try to attack. And we've always had great players, even in poor teams. Bale, Modric, Berbatov, Gaza. We've always had great players, even under Poch. What Mourinho is doing now, I've never, ever seen a Spurs side do this. And he's ripping the soul out of the club, man. And that's why fans are divided. We cannot play this type of football where we are defeatist. Oh, I haven't got two players that are really good, so therefore I can't do nothing. What message does that send out to all the other players? That they're all crap. Because that's what Pochettino did. And it cost him his job in the end, the poor guy. But by, by, by starting Kane in that Champions League final, he said to all the other players, no matter what happens... He always starts, if he, even if he's half fit. You can't do that. And what, what, what Mourinho is doing right now, I, I think he, the, the tactics will change. And I'll tell you why. Because the fans will force him to change. Or Levy will have to force the issue by getting rid of him. And it's not going to be in the summer. It'll be before then. We've got three months of football left. 
Give it another two, three games. If it's the same style, there's going to be problems. Stel- and, and that's honestly what I believe as a Spurs fan. Stelios, I'm not sure if you wanted Jose after Maurizio left, but it feels like now everyone's going, I've never seen this style of play, but loads of people wanted Jose in. Oh, he's a serial winner. Now they're going, oh, we didn't want I, this. I, there was I, only very few. I that- never wanted him out. I've, I've always said on this show, I, I, I'm, 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 I've got massive gripes with Daniel Levy in terms of his, his lack of taking a little bit of a risk. Let, let's spend a bit more on those players to get us over the line. And, and I was always a Pochettino fan and everyone knows. And you, and you know what? You hear it now. All, all our rival fans, Gooners, West Ham's, all of them, Chelsea, they all slagged off Spurs. Oh, you're the nearly men. Oh, Pochettino. He, he doesn't win trophies. As soon as he got sacked, oh, he wasn't backed. He wasn't backed. Everyone knows the truth. Everyone knows he just wasn't backed. And that's all and, it was, man. And every rival fan would want Pochettino at their club. Pochettino goes to Man United in the summer, then th- th- they will be partying in the streets, the Man United fans, yeah. because they know. And you're right, Chris, I agree. But I also accept he is gone. He's not coming back. But this isn't the way forward in terms of tactics and strategy. It, and it will cost us. So I, I think it will change, but only once. But it'll be by force. Because it, it can't. This can't go on for another three months, this type of football. But surely... Especially when you're losing. When, when you, I, I know I get your point, and, and when you say about Daniel Levy taking risks, I think that he thought that he was taking a massive risk by sacking Maurizio Pochettino and bringing in Jose Mourinho. He brought in Mourinho because he is a serial winner and based on you know all of his trophies that he's won in the past. Um, do you think, realistically, that Mourinho will deliver Tottenham a trophy in the next couple of seasons? It's exactly the same as Pochettino, if he gets the money. And it's always going to be that. That is the one thing holding us back. But money spent on the positions we need. Well, Stelio, that's, that's, that's the key thing. Let me ask one more question, my year, and I'm going to put it to the guys in the studio as well, because we've had a tweet in, this one from Rick Randall, saying, guys, please tell me, can you see Spurs playing Champions League uh, football next season? Stelios, we'll, we'll start with the guys in the studio, but stay on. Chris? I've always said... Um, even under Pochettino and under Mourinho now, I've always said that Tottenham will finish fourth because I think that there are so many teams around us that are very, very poor. That's why it was so disappointing. The three games under Mourinho, Chelsea home, Chelsea away, Man United away, these are games that you need to win with the teams around you. Um, but teams are very, very poor around us and they're all dropping points. So that's the reason why I think that we will finish fourth. I think, I think we're going to miss out. I really do. I think we're going to miss out. I think I, the way we're playing at the moment, I think we could go down to seventh. Wow. We really do. If if the other teams start to pick up, we could easily drop. I mean, we win, uh, we lose um, on Sunday. That's it. We, we, we drop, we fall away like a stone. I think for me, the only way we're finishing the top four is if the style of football drastically changes under Mourinho this season. And the Man City thing as well. Obviously, if Man City yeah. get called out and it goes down to fifth, we've got half a chance, depending on how other cups go But as then well. we'll find out and finish fifth that City have got that yeah, over exactly right. It's going to happen. It's going to be another Chelsea. But we've got a born winner, Rick, so surely it's got to happen. Well, you said it as well. If Pochettino done it in the past four seasons, then Mourinho's going to do it this year, isn't he? Let's, get, s- let's come on, get Stelios' Rick, opinion. <laughs> Stelios, will Spurs be in the Champions League next season? So I, I agree with Ricky. Unless the style of play changes... Um, I, 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 we won't get top four I will, Champions League. No, I will, we won't. And also, I think, yeah. I think there's going to be deeper issues with the players and the fans that yeah. that kind of, 
you know, that, that will be the biggest issue. But I stick to what I said last, last week, and I still can't believe I think this. It's, it, and it, it's something that I felt in the summer. I told you guys last week we'd lose to Chelsea. I said to you we're going to lose to Wolves. Mm. I've got this funny feeling we're going to knock out Leipzig and something funny is going to happen in the Champions League again this year. Yeah, I've, I had that feeling you, in the You've summer. claimed it a few times on the show, Stelios. When Cheers, it happens, Del. make sure you give us a call then as well because it would definitely <laughs> give the studio a lift, Stelios. They're always good to speak to him. But we promised it and we are delivering. We're going to be speaking about Wolves and we're also going to be speaking about the Norwich game in the FA Cup next week. Love sports. You're listening to the. T- when you when you listen back to this, do I laugh at every break? I don't <laughs> know why. If only you knew back. what went on in these ninety seconds, two minutes. You just can't even speak about it. Can't no. even speak about it. You're listening to the Spurs Fan Show on Love Sports Radio with me, Charlie Hawkins. Joined in the studio, Ricky Sachs, Chris Callan and Dean Stockwell. What a show we've had. Thanks you may- to the listeners for sticking with us. <laughs> it's, it's, I know it's painful at the moment. It, it is painful. I'm it's just glad get... stuff's bolted down, otherwise it'll be thrown all around the <laughs> it's studio. It's got to get easier, isn't it, Charlie? Tell a, us it's going to get a, easier. There's a bat right next to Ricky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got a baseball bat right I brought right that out. in just for Did Thursday you? nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, sometimes Ricky tells me he's on. I saw Ricky, Lee and Chris. I thought, need a bat, need a bat. <laughs> When you're here, when Jamie's here, it's fine. But Ricky, Ricky, Chris and Lee, that is a crazy train. A crazy train of transfers and Twitter. And what is going on at Spurs? Well, what is going on at Spurs is a massive game on the weekend. It is Wolves. Chris, you said earlier you felt like it was a robbery up at Molyneux, but it was a great away win. It was one of the first mm. that Spurs got in a long, long time. I know Wolves beat uh, Spurs at Spurs last year. What are you making this one? Because Wolves did lose tonight, but they are absolutely flying at the minute. It has to be said. Great team. Um, it's, ever since they come up from the championship, really, really impressed me. Uh, fantastic manager, great attacking football, great attackers. Um, Jimenez up front, I tell you, I wouldn't mind him um, at Tottenham. Um, brilliant player, excellent finisher. It just worries me where the goals are going to come from uh, for us. Um, but we are at home and um, we do need to win. We do desperately need the three points to give everyone a huge lift again and get closer to that top four place. Um, yeah. People won't accept this setup against Wolves. They may have accepted it against Liverpool, mm. uh, they may have accepted it against Man City, but I don't think Tottenham fans will accept playing against Wolves like the away team at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Yeah. They won't. They won't. And that's what I mean. I, I, whilst I sit here and I say, you know, you've got to give the man time, I think his style of football between now and the end of the season will dictate. Whether what happens next season? It worries me the fact that uh, the last couple of teams to come to our stadium, the amount of possession that they have had in our stadium, mm. and they've looked like the home team, as you just said. We can't let it happen. I think it will though. The speed that Wolves play, good tight, they're good they, side, they are yeah. so quick, they're so powerful, and the way Nuno has them set up, I, I think it's just gonna they're gonna do exactly the same again. We're gonna get overrunning midfield. Um, I don't think our defence is gonna be at a sort of keep with Jimenez it's just not going to happen I know it's negativity again I was going to say we're, we're feeling really positive about this one then no I, <laughs> yeah, no, I, no, I, I think I, this no. game is going to be very tough because of the nature of the opponent they're, yeah. they're a good side well drilled side they've got dangerous players in there. I mean Adam on my Troy's pace terrifies me up against someone like Aurea Diego Jota oh. Ruben Neves yeah, Neto Jimenez, Jimenez. Jimenez. trouble they're a good, they're a good they're very, side. No, they're a very good side. They but... are a good side. But, I mean, Spurs, like I say, they got the result up at Molyneux, where I think, again, many mm. went into that game and didn't expect Tottenham to get a result. Anything can happen with football. It does astound me over the couple of weeks how the mood changes. And, and listen, again, I'm not sitting there saying I can't believe the mood is the way it is, because of course I can. It's football. You know, results dictate the, how fans feel. But only a couple of weeks ago, were we sitting here, you know, looking at the table, thinking, could get in the top four. We've still got FA Cup Champions League. I think what will now change the spirit is a win at the weekend and the style of that win 
if the, we do play with a bit of style, I think fans will... I won't say get back on board, but fans will be accepting that we can still finish in that top four. But if we play the Jose way, which is like invite teams on and then try and beat on the, on the counter-attack, it's gonna, we're going to get annihilated. It, it, there is no if or buts. Well, then what... OK, so out of interest, who should... How should we set up against Wolves? Um... I still say, like I say, I, I liked when we had Tanganga on the right and we had mm. Aurier just in front of him. Yep. We had that speed then. We had that break. Um, we, we don't seem to put a man on the halfway. So if we do do that counter, they're all back behind the ball, which sometimes we do need it. But we're not, we're not, we're not playing proper counter-attacking football either. I think the massive problem we've got is Ndombele. And if he's fit enough to oh, play, uh, that's a big concern. You know, you spend, as we said, sitting 65 million on a guy in our midfield at the moment where you need your big players, your players that you spend a lot of money on to step up. The Chelsea, I think, has done really well during this period. Mm. Lamella, it's just a shame with Lamella, we can't keep him fit. Yeah. Now, Lo Celso has looked uh, the business in the past few weeks. Don't, don't run away with it, Chris. He's only no, been no, a few no. games. No, he's, 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 <laughs> can we judge him against him? Can we judge he, him against him? He's getting there. Chris he's knows getting I'm there. No, he's, uh, he's adapted to the, the Premier League very, very well, and uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing more of him. He, he gives he gives everything, doesn't he? And uh, he's a very, very hard-working player. How do you suggest we line up for Wolves, then? What, what would be the team you'd look to take there and how we'd it, approach it? Uh, well... It doesn't really matter what we think, though, Rick, does it? Because no, but, I mean, we're, we're, we're going into a home game mm. and, and we've got to set up like we are the home team and start the game very, very well and attack in play. Because in the past couple of games, Bergvine and Lucas Mora, they look lost a lot of the time in these games and we need to connect those two up very, very well and make sure that they see a lot of the ball because you can't just whack balls up mm. and uh, and expect Lucas Moore to, to keep jumping up and headering them because there's, there's no holding player there. There's no one holding the ball up. There's no target man. So we need to play to the player's strengths. That is ultimately what we need to do. And against a very, very good team in Wolves and they are right behind us in the Premier League as well. So, you know... Dare I say it? A, yeah. de- a, de- a defeat at home to Wolves is going to be devastating. Mm. I think that would again top four. I think, I think we'd even all start to write that off. We didn't well, get. The well, result. let's quickly go then around for for a score prediction because let's look at Norwich as well. What, Ricky, we'll start with you. What do you what do you make of the Wolves game on the weekend? I think it's going to be a two two draw, which isn't good enough, of course. I want to sit here and predict a win, but I have to be honest. I don't think we're going to win the game. Depends who we put out in defence. I can't. I can't see. Um, ben Davis or Vertonghen up against like Troy Aurea. Or Aurea. Or Aurea. Yeah, so, yeah. So he, I so he might put Tanganga maybe over on the right hand side. But then you then got you got Aurea on the on the on the on the on the right hand side. Sorry. So it's going to be a tough ask. I'd like to be a two-two win, a two-two draw. <laughs> um, I don't see us winning. That's that's the only that's the downside. I really don't see us winning. Wow. Chris. Wow. Wow. Well. Uh, I've got to be positive. I'd never go out the, my front door if I thought that we were going to change your stance for the last five no, minutes. No, 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 no. If when I go to a Tottenham game, yeah. I've, I've got to be positive in, it, yeah. in the fact that we are going to win. Mm. So that's what I'm going to go with a two-one win. Chris, you've never left your door feeling I think we might lose today. Never. No. no. I love it. I love well, it. Well, that that is negative, isn't it? No, because it's, it's sometimes being honest, you can't win every I, game, and I'm sometimes worried, you're up. I'm, up, I'm up worried about. It. I'm worried about the game, um, but. I, you know, again, I think we've got enough quality to get us over that line. And we are at home, and it's how we start the game, how we approach the game. Jose Mourinho's tactics, you know, they, they must be the top, thing is, top are, quality. Are we already sort of doubting Jose's tactics? 
Well, I think we have for the past 90 minutes. Yeah, no, that's what that's what it seems. It <laughs> yeah, he's been in charge for but, three months, Dean. But at the same time, he is the manager of managers. He, he, he is, like, as we keep saying, he's the serial winner. This is why we're expecting so much. And yeah, as a Tottenham fan, Sacramento you do that. Sacramento also has a big part of playing this. That you know, the coach with him, he's meant to be the man. They 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 fought desperately hard to get from Lille. You know, he's Mourinho's right hand man. If you go to any game, you see this man always in Mourinho's ear. I think it's a lot also on him to try and establish a way of helping us to find a solution. This man is paid, as I keep saying, is it the third highest salary in in the Premier League or in the world? When you're paid that salary, it's up to you to find a way and find a solution for this team because as, as I keep on saying that the style of football at the moment it's not got no long term stability to it it has to change for Spurs to get results between now and the end of the season but, but, but why, do we, why do we play like the way we play and then the last 10-20 minutes we decide hey we might win this and then start to play the amount of times but I've seen us do it can, it's I, can I just say that most Tottenham fans on the 1st of June wanted Lucas Moura to play in that Champions League final rather than Harry Kane he's now on the pitch and, and Harry Kane isn't mm. So we're all saying, oh, we've got no strikers. Lucas Moura's there, more than capable of scoring a goal or two in, in very important games. So not there he is. Not as a target man, he's not. No, not, not used to the target man, but you need to... See, Pochettino would have adapted to certain players' strengths, and that is what Mourinho needs to do now. But you haven't got the hold-up play now. We mm. haven't. That's Where we've been we had, you know, yeah, we, Lorente, we, didn't he? Lorente. The game. Didn't so every time, the, the, I mean, Lorente sort of, we like, like the, you know, the amount of times he was called like the lamppost or whatever they want to call him. But his hold-up play was brilliant. I mean, he had a chest the size of a truck and it just constantly kept hitting him. Mm. And but he was quick as well. So I, I think you know we missed a trick by not bringing him back to us. Lionos really, trucks, salmon. Ah, oh, mate, it's all there. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I love it, Dean. I love I'm it. I'm king You're of the nickname again, mate. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's quickly talk about uh, Norwich now in the cup. Uh, you can't really compare the game with Wolves and Norwich because you are chasing that top four spot and the Wolves game is massive. But I know, Chris, the Norwich game in a week is just as big, huge. if not bigger. Huge. It is absolutely huge because all of us want the FA Cup. Not won it since 1991. Again, we're at home. That is a game that I would expect us to win. A struggling Norwich side. You know, bottom of the Premier League table. You know, that is a must, must win game. And again, it's got to be a win for Spurs to give us all that confidence and go on in that next round and uh, seriously challenge for this cup. You know, I don't mean that, you know, no joking aside, it's, it's, we've got to take this seriously. We have to. You have to take it seriously, Ricky. It's a massive game in the week. One one game away, they win this. They are in the quarterfinals of the FA Cup. It's absolutely huge. Norwich at the minute, you know, they're down there at the foot of the table. They play, they try to play football. It's not worked out for them this season. This is no disrespect to Norwich, but, you know, this is a great chance for Spurs. It is, but I also think the result against Norwich will dictate, that. sorry, the result against Wolves will dictate the mood obviously, of how we're going to head into that, that Norwich game. I think we need to get a positive result, especially, again, when we're returning back to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in a space for a couple of days. We need to get a decent result against Wolves. We really do. But it's going to be a very, very tough game. I'm, I'm just honest and realistic that I just don't know at the moment the way we're playing doesn't feel with any confidence that we are going to win that game at the weekend. Do you think we're going to win the FA Cup this year? Right now? Yeah. Not under, as I keep on saying, not under this current style of play. We're going to have to try and adapt or we're going to have to do something different. I hope the weekend that the style of football does change a little bit so it gives us some fresh optimism and hope that there is an alternative solution. I think even in that sense, even with what's going on with Troy Parrott, I think if he even brought him into the squad, exactly, yeah. I think that would give us all such a lift that at least he's trying something different. Do you see what I mean? He's, mm. he's trying to do something a little bit you know, out of the ordering, which he hasn't done the last couple of games. I think if we go in with the exact same kind of mentality and lineup and 
you know, the excuses that we're seeing at the moment, I just don't see it's going to end well. I really don't. But he said publicly, Troy Parrott is not ready. But managers can also, you know, have their minds changed by a player. But what what must that do to Troy Parrott's comp- confidence? Well, you'd but hope it, it'd spur him on, pardon the pun. But you don't know. Again, you, you might, he, he might have a totally adverse effect. He might say, right, okay, he doesn't think I'm good enough, so let me go That's somewhere. What, so he might do exactly, you know, yeah. total opposite. Yeah, I think, again, he's trying to challenge Troy, isn't he? Show me what you're about. As I said to you, if this was Harry Kane five, six years ago, Harry would be working every single day in those training sessions to impress the manager. So, look, I'm ready. Troy's got to be doing exactly the same. But there's more talk about him going out on loan than, than playing for Spurs right now. Well, that pretty much sums up where he's at, doesn't it? He's got mm. to do more. He's got to show more. I can't believe Jose Mourinho wouldn't be, you know, wouldn't be cute enough or wouldn't be, you know, he shouldn't be, shouldn't be stupid that you've got a striker that's banging the goals in the reserves. Surely give him an opportunity. We've got no central striker at the club. We've got no recognised striker. Son is not a striker. We keep putting Son in the bracket of striker. Son's not a striker. Rick, can I ask you, right, when, when Poch got sacked, both of us sat in the pub over the road and said, mm. you know, who do you want as, as next manager? We both said Mourinho, And we, we both said Jose Mourinho, yep. right? Do you feel happy with that appointment now? And do you think that he would actually win Tottenham Hotspur a trophy in the next two to three years? Do I feel happy with the appointment? I... At the moment, I don't think the way the season was going, Chris, to ask that question, I think under Pochettino, we wouldn't be near the top four. That's no disrespect to, Mar- to Maurizio. I think towards the end like say, of his reign, he lost that dressing room. So I was, I'm satisfied the change was made when it, when it was. But what I will sit here and say is that this style of football is not sustainable in the long term. Even for, I say, for me as well, I won't be able to be able to put up with this football, this style, every single week for three, year, three and a half years. I can't. Because I don't think any football fan you, you ask any Man United fan, they, they've said that they've seen all of this. Mm. It's, it's so similar to, to when he managed Manchester United. Mm. But of course, he won them the League but Cup. But also he has said that the, he's learnt the lessons of that. And the Europa League. And you have to believe he's learnt the lessons as well and given him the opportunity to prove himself. Otherwise, what's the point of bringing him in? Yeah, no, but but how, how quick did he go from the humble one to the angry one. Three months. It, it was just ridiculous how quick, mm. that, how quick the wheels fell off. But then I, I also think you have to give someone an opportunity in order to show them, to, you know, to change their mind. We surely have to give them a bit of time here. We're judging him very, very early on. I think we are judging him very early on. I'm not sitting here saying that it can be, as I keep on saying, this is not sustainable long-term, the football, but at least give the man the opportunity. So he's got a pre-season, he's got his own players in place, and he's got the players that he needs to play. The likes of Kane, the likes of Son, the likes of Sissoko. He's not got a fully fit squad available to him, but it is up to him to find a solution now because we, that's what he's paid the money for. Are we judging him because of his past glories? Are we judging him because he is Jose Mourinho? Well, just, we're judging him on both, aren't yeah. we? Some fans are judging him because of the style of football. Some fans are also judging him because he's won loads of trophies. I think a lot of us are judging him on, on the trophies. They're judging him on the trophies and the top four, short term and long term a little bit, Chris. Mm. Yeah, it's well, we've got 11 Premier League games to go. 11 very, very important games. You know, as I said earlier, we've, we've got to get that Champions League place and Daniel Levy is expecting it to happen, uh, regardless of whether we've got a striker in or whether, you know, what injuries we've got. I know these injuries keep being used as an excuse, if that's the right word. Um, but when you've got a world-class manager, you do expect the best and you do expect to be finishing in the top four this season. Just quickly then, uh, Norwich, what's your prediction? I think we will edge through an extra time. Oh, oh, no, no extra time, I don't think. No, no, no. it's no extra time, is there? 
No, it's going to go penalties. Straight. Then is it? I think you'll go to a, <laughs> go, can it go to a replay. Oh, please no. not penalties. Please not penalties. We aren't. No we're not so good. No, I think it might go straight to penalties. Yeah. We're not so good on penalties. Straight to penalties. Let's hope they do it. <laughs> this has been the Spurs fan show, as it is every week. Last word on Spurs: Ricky Sachs, Chris Callan, and Dean Stockwell. We will see you next week. Thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio. For more, go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts, news and views. Or for more, follow us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.